ABC Docs. Okay, so welcome back, everybody. We're losing people between each break, but hopefully there's still some people <laughs> online and you guys are persevering to the end. So, again, I can't do names in full, um, and I'll try to introduce you correctly, but if I make any mistakes, please just uh, tell me. Um, so, we have two fine gentlemen tonight, and we did have Eister as well, who works at Imagine. I just want to mention that she's ill, so she can't join us. Um, I did ask her for her input, and if it comes up in the conversation, I'll say what she thought, but if it doesn't come up, I won't. Um, so we have Remantis, who is, as far as I know, a creative director at Milk still. Uh, things change quite fast here in uh, Lithuania, I found out, with people leaving to go work <laughs> in certain companies. Um, so he's a creative director at Milk and um, I think has won a lot of awards and done a lot of creative stuff. And he also teaches on quite a lot of courses at the school, including this course, but on many others. So I think it's a great person to have for this discussion. And Algridis, I don't uh, have on the course, but I know Critical, where you are, what is your exact title? Partner. <laughs> yes, I was going to say, I was going to say you like the boss. Um, yeah, so you're the partner at Critical, which is a very well-known design agency here and branding agency, and you have started something called Circular Loop, which yes. hopefully we'll talk about maybe a little bit, um, which is obviously about circular economy and um, uh, sustainability. So I know that Critical have been very involved in the course from the beginning, providing uh, scholarships and teachers, and uh, that's fantastic. So a lot of support in the industry for what we're doing as well. So welcome, both of you. Um, and I'd, I'd prepared some questions for this. Uh, some of them are quite uh, obvious, but it would be lovely if you guys would also, if you have any questions, these are the, these are the guys to ask, and this is the time to ask. So. On the subject of creating good brands and why we do it, my first question to each of you is, do you have a favorite brand and what is it? Or do you have a brand that you really don't like and why? Just so we have some idea of what we're dealing with here. So that would be the first question. It can be any brand, it can also be a local brand. So we'd start with you, Romantis. That's a tricky question. Uh, actually, well, I, I try to Google the best brands, the top good brands in the world, and then the most evil brands. And you know what? They overlap the list, like 50% at least. The good and the bad? Yeah. Wow. So like the, the good brands or the brands that people love mm. are now um, perceived as evil corporations. So then I thought for myself, okay, uh, but isn't it? Because when you start out, maybe you have very good intentions, and then when you grow uh, into a big company, you have shareholders, uh, you know, I don't know, you get dizzy from all the wealth. Uh, it gets in your head, maybe like uh, it happened to Elon Musk. Uh, and then all of a sudden you're evil. And I thought for myself, I went back to Ikea, Volkswagen, uh, which is the car for the people, right? IKEA was good design for the many people. Um, many, uh, Google, right? Now it's in the top of the evil corporations. Do, don't do evil. That's the motto that they had when they started out. Mm. They just want to organize information and uh, make it accessible to all the people uh, universally somehow. So they start out as, as, as good brands with good intentions, as good products 
because that's another thing. There's a blurry line between the good product and then the good brand. Uh, and we can actually talk more than half an hour just about yeah. that. Um, so it was very tricky to like select, okay, so what's my favorite brand? And I was saying, ah, everybody is going to say Patagonia, but I don't even own anything by Patagonia. You don't? No. But he said, don't buy this <laughs> jacket or this hoodie, whatever. Yeah. I thought, oh, so I you didn't. Listen. I didn't. <laughs> like, I, I like it, okay. but do I really need it? No, I don't. Okay. So. <laughs> Um, and then I saw Manta's bag, Freitag, and so oh, maybe everyone's forgot about Freitag, uh, the Swiss brand that makes uh, uh, backpacks and handbags and wallets and stuff and uh, computer cases from uh, old uh, truck. Uh, how do you call that thing? Tent. Uh, well, tents. Yeah. Yeah. No, Canopies. Uh, yeah. yeah. Tents. So, wow, maybe that's, uh, and I own something from those. Okay, maybe, okay. maybe Freitag could be that uh, one brand, but still, you know, it's okay. changes. So, the very long answer to the question is you don't have a favorite band. No, because okay. it, it's, you know, it's ever changing. Mm. But surely something you own is an indication that you like it, or the fact that you went straight to Google indicates that perhaps Google is actually something you use a lot. <laughs> Even it was like, evil. Okay, what if I feed those questions to Chad GPT? But it was down at the moment. Ah, Where do you think I got crap, the questions? I'll, I'll go to me. <laughs> joking. Yeah. Okay, is there a brand you you no? Quick answer: Is there a brand that you know you dislike? And if so, which is it? Don't think too hard. Monsanto. What's that? Monsanto. Mm -hmm. Like the most evil corporation. Uh, on oh, they blocked them. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Maybe great. that's the most. So, I'll read it. Over to you. Yeah, okay. So, I came Thank today... You. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, I came today with idea to be a, a bad guy. Mm. And... Uh, critical. To be critical. Yeah, to be critical, <laughs> yes. Uh, because, you know, it's fluffy clouds and we saw two hours of movies and con uh, trying to convince that it's mm. there is a good brand in the world, you know. And, uh, and my idea is, you know, I do not know any good brands. Mm. Why? Because you know it's I know the brands which behave good, and it's you know when you grow the kids, you say as a golden rule: don't call your kid uh, good or bad. Mm. You behave good or you behave uh, good or bad. So it's the same, you know, with all the brands. I think what I can create or what can I do? I I can be creative. I can be professional. I can do a nice brand. Mm. Uh, but the behavior of the people which is behind the brand creates the story. And uh, I, there is always you no know, talks about corporations and the brands and bad, bad corporations, good corporations. And i asking, is in the bad corporation no people? You no, know, it's like some mysterious object which behaves on himself. Mm. But uh, my idea that Behind each brand and each corporation, there is a people. And if you believe in people or these people behaves accordingly to some rules, they can be labeled good or bad. And we can go far. It's uh, like, um, you know, what is good or bad or evil mm -hmm. and good. And it, in the nature, there is no good or bad things. We label them. According, okay, wolf and the bunny. Uh, which one is good and which one is bad? 
But if you're eaten by the wolf, then it's pretty bad. Yeah, but if you have a grass, <laughs> you know, yeah. if you have a grass, the bunny is for you, yeah. the bad one. So you are happy when the wolf eats the bunny. Mm. So that means that in nature's ecosystem and it functions, uh, and it functions um, very harmonious till the moment when the wolf decides that he will kill bunny for fun mm. or, uh, or will uh, um, stalk the bunnies and, will, and sell them mm. to someone and, and, and then it's economy. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> uh, and and then, then the life starts mm. and all the businesses is about economy and it's about money and uh, wealth. Okay. And, but the question was actually about your favorite brand. So, Just to get back to that, and I see you're wearing some Nike sneakers, so could yeah. I ask, perhaps you like Nike? I, uh, I was influenced by my kids, and yes. they told me, you need this, uh, <laughs> to, look <cool. laughs> to look cool, so I just yeah. bought them, you know, and and uh, I expected when they, that they will be comfortable, but they are not so much comfortable okay. as I expected, but, um, and for me, good brands, it's uh, like, okay, I, I know people, um, behind textile, uh, uh, it's a Lithuanian brand which mm -hmm. uh, uh, refresh the old clothes and sell them. So textile, uh, uh, and so this brand now for me it's good brand because mm -hmm. I, I believe what people do. Yeah. But when this brand grow and will grow, and and uh, will become, I'd say worldwide, mm. it, it will have impact and negative impact also. Yeah, but I mean, I hear what you're saying that, you know, as brands grow, and I think you hinted at it as well, then they can change and where is the line between good and bad? I think I was more just trying to find out, um, you know, what brands you like, so without an agenda behind it. So mm. I also question myself sometimes, like I have an Apple computer. So does that mean I fully agree with Apple all the time? Not necessarily. But if there isn't a better option, then yes, that's what I buy. But are there any brands that you would actively not buy that you can think of? If you can't, then it's fine. Like, yeah. Certainly. Or things that you wouldn't do uh, like you wouldn't uh, travel on a certain in a certain car or do something because you don't like that brand or what they stand for. Mm -hmm. well, nowadays, I guess the the war may be uh, yeah. a factor. Yeah. And the brands that uh, chose to do business in, in Russia may be the brands I would avoid mm. actively and say, okay, I'll, I would go there. No, but I won't because you know I don't agree mm. with what they're doing. So. So it's the same Gazprom. I don't buy, you know, products from Gazprom, but the brand which for me it stands, mm. it's like the war and the Gazprom, it's uh, equal. Yeah. And in the context, it's uh, also, you know, I'm in this uh, geographical area where the war is, but mm. for, uh, I don't know, for some African, mm. uh, the Gazprom maybe is a good brand because they invest in their country. So yeah. it's, uh, that's, that's a tricky thing. No, and it's always about compromises, uh, uh, how much we want to, com to have compromise. And if you want, if you're working with brands and packaging, uh, I think the most important thing is to be uh, truthful to yourself. Uh, where is your uh, compromise? Uh, where is the, the edge? And, yeah. uh, and, and another thing uh, is um, always to think uh, if you 
doing new product or new uh, service, do we need it? Mm. Because each product, each service is, is polluting. You know, uh, it's coming to the world uh, and it's pollution already. Yeah. So. Okay, so both of you are Lithuanian. I'm not. Um, although I've been here so often, I could be a little bit. Um, am I, I, I'm curious about, as a foreigner as well, about Lithuanian brands. And if you perceive any difference between the way that they are created or seen uh, to, let's say, a brand from the rest of Europe or from somewhere else in the world, or do you see anything special about Lithuanian brands that are built? I know you've done some branding. I think, was it, I don't know, was Palunga, but for what area, Kaunas? You did some, what do you call it, like country or region branding, uh, which is quite specific, obviously, to Lithuania, right? Because it's an area here. Um, did you, do you see any difference in how you would approach that than you would have elsewhere, or just using that as one example? Wow, that's a question. Okay, <laughs> well, there may be romanticism at all. It's just about Lithuanian branding. So do you think that it's different in some way to perhaps what you've seen outside of Lithuania? I guess it depends on the target audience. Yeah. Since we're uh, being very global, you know, uh, and we have ambition to grow beyond Lithuania, mm. beyond the lo local market, because we're just such a small market. So most of the brands that I work on, uh, they don't want to be specifically Lithuanian unless it's in the DNA of their product. Or, okay. You know, so we still want um, a wider appeal somehow. and They don't want to limit themselves just to be... And do you find that they enjoy using humor or that they're very serious or that there's something that is particularly Lithuanian about the approach <laughs> to the work? Not just advertising, I'm talking specifically about building a brand and... Uh, I, don't, I don't think we are uh, very into humor. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lithuanians have this, maybe because of the lack of whatever vitamin D and the knowledge. <laughs> drink a Corona. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they said that we had like five hours of sunshine last month. Yes. So it's uh, that's sad. Yeah. Um, and we are gloomy, and uh, we we like humor post factum. Once it's done and it it was a success, then we mm. like it. But when we have to choose, uh, actively go for humor. Uh, careful mm. you know <laughs> yeah so for so, example a brand like the this packaging which is not necessarily humor but it's got a bit of an irony probably wouldn't come out of lithuania in that sense maybe I'm trying to think of it depends on on the position of a brand if you're a challenger brand yeah. maybe then you can convince a client because you need to you know grab the attention you need to stand out mm. you can't be another alpro yeah uh, you have to be this so maybe yes but uh in most instances, it's it's much more difficult, you know, like that. But I mean, I'm, I'm fortunate enough to work with many clients who are uh, brave, who are good with their intentions, yeah. and they want to, you know, better their product, uh, try to uh, use renewable energy to uh, lessen the packaging. And, you know, it's just, I don't know. So I, I am naive and optimistic, and I think that um, if they're, uh, if we have a discussion, if we educate one another, if we are not just uh, in uh, for the awards and, you know, and the scandals and we understand the client's needs, 
we can then convince the clients to take these steps that may may require some courage you know it mm. sounds risky it's not like everybody it's unconventional you know it's the road less traveled by so but yeah because Again, one, one of your brands, which is Go Vilness, which represents Dillness, obviously, they actually use quite a lot of humor and I wouldn't say sarcasm, but and they, they use quite a lot of humor and even the way that they um, write their social media posts are very lighthearted, considering that it's coming from a city or a country, in fact, um, which I find very interesting. And then also a lot of your beer branding, for example, uses a lot of very fun illustration and is very feels very fresh. Um, so, as a foreigner, it's interesting that I see some differences mm. that perhaps are hard for you to see locally. And you saying that you don't really find that they use a lot of humor. Um, those were actually, Go Vilnius was one of the first examples that sprung to mind, but that's because it's well, aimed at foreigners. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but maybe because it's aimed at foreigners, you know? That, no, not, no, no, it's, okay. it's an accident. In my humble opinion, yeah. it's an accident. It's a freak okay. of nature. Uh, somehow students created a campaign, the client didn't have any money, maybe or not, you know, they just decided to go for it, almost probably risked the, their job, uh, the client who approved the idea mm -hmm. and uh, was facing maybe a lot of criticism, until you, uh, you get all the fame and the PR and then people, all the critics back off. Mm -hmm. And then once you have this one precedent, it's easier to try again and again and again. Mm -hmm. And okay, now by now we got used to this, but it's, it's not very usual. You yeah, know? So yeah. It's not a typical client. It's not a typical target audience. And the whole story, the th all the things that happened, they all originated here, by the way, in the school, mm -hmm. uh, the, from starting with a G spot, <laughs> but it's just, happen yeah just so one example like, yeah. I it's good of, that's yeah. we, we can throw that at the at the client who says no no but maybe something you know uh, but, but yeah. we had the g's you know remember the brand had, you know that's yeah. past. but it was funny and, and, and sometimes very, still is sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah but um Algridis, what is your thinking then on uh, lithuanian uh, branding per se okay so i think the uh, lithuanian business has access to very high quality and the professional um, services mm -hmm. and it and if and it's accessible because of the cost so if a brand in germany want, wants to create let's say a beer brand and labels and the bottle mm. for me, for them it will cost much more and it's lithuania uh, the business can have very high quality branding or packaging mm. And, and it's still affordable. So small, you can see, you can find the small companies like cosmetics or uh, which uh, doesn't have huge uh, sales can have very nice packaging. And, and it means that uh, uh, our, uh, like, let's say market, it's not so uh, mature or uh, uh, evol evolved to mm. the, because it's always, you know, the market uh, flows, uh, let's say, oh, the income grows, mm -hmm. uh, the business uh, matures, matures yeah. the, the prices go up and inflation yeah. and so on. So I think for Lithuanian brands and businesses, it's still a good time and still they have, they can uh, have very good quality things. Yeah. 
Yeah, because I mean, I've been to some of the packaging awards, for example, yeah. and I thought the level was incredibly high for such a small country yeah. and in general, you know, uh, not uh, just because you're a small yeah. country. And so, uh, like I'm yeah. behind organizing uh, Napa Baltic yes. in nine years, yes. and it's uh, we, ha we had jury from PepsiCo from I don't know around the world people, yeah. and they are coming and think, wow, amazing work, mm. and you know. Um, Usually, big corporations dominating in world world design uh, business, and we have uh, here a lot of smaller companies which is uh, can have uh, you know more brave uh, approach, and because they're competing with big brands, yeah. they have to be more flexible, more inspiring, more creative. And they have uh, nothing to lose. They don't have they, a market share yeah. yet. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes, yeah. And if, if you take the beer brands, so in Germany, major brands they have like didn't change in 40 years. Mm. They had small changes, you know, you put 10 yeah, mi yeah. two millimeters up, Big two millimeters, yeah. and for them it's changed. Yeah. And in in uh, in growing in growing markets, uh, the brand has to change every three four years. Mm. Because for you, uh, consumers, for users, it becomes boring, you know, because uh, everything goes very fast. And if you take uh, the same example from Asia markets, so in China, the oldest brand like Xiaomi is like four years old or five mm. years old, you know. Mm. So uh, it's and it's constantly evolving. So we have, I think, we have the same thing that like our. Uh, <laughs> Test, uh, uh, test field the beer brands. You can see how often they change, you know, mm. and they take like some famous brands and you can see like four, like two years gap, three years gap, four mm. years, five, six, and then it will be 20. So, okay, yeah, yeah mature. <laughs> and, and if you could, um, maybe with you, Romance, if you could create a new brand in any area tomorrow, what would it be? If you could choose, like dream client comes along and says, hey, I want to make this thing, what would you make? Wow, wow. Country, country brand. You know, it's funny to work, yeah. not funny, it's interesting country. to work with countries. Yes. So to okay. create a brand for country, it's... Which like, country though? Do you have Which one? country? Okay, let's, let's think. Taiwan. Okay. <laughs> so, Keep it interesting. Yeah, so, uh, you know, why not to create a brand for Taiwan? Yeah. What, is, what is so interesting about creating an identity or a brand for a, for a country for you? Okay, so it's usually uh, not about sales because True. you know uh, so not, not market share ROI ROI all the metrics, but it's about impact mm. and uh, and it's usually the metrics it's uh, how many tourists maybe comes one of my metrics or how the investments flows, but they are more soft things yeah. and. Uh, also, you can come with uh, you know strong bold idea, and and it's also uh, the the impact for like consumers, or, like audiences all the world, any, anyway, and uh, and also the citizens of a country. Mm. And you you can have like very nice um, let's say engagement, and also the creating brand could be very interesting because you don't have only one uh, like. CEO borders, yeah. so country. it's a country. So it's <laughs> yeah. it's you no, know, it's a difficult task, but mm. a complex task. Task, but I think uh, that's worth it. <laughs> because actually, I've seen some of the work that Critical has done, 
and it's great for like an area or a country. But then the irony is if you look at, for example, CNN, and you see the ads for like, go Asia, you know, they're awful, you know, they're completely generic. Uh, they all look the same uh, and they keep playing on repeat. Um, so it's such an interesting area and could be so good. And yet sometimes they're doing it so badly internationally. You know, I think Lithuania is doing a much better job in that regard. You know, but, okay, it's the, also the, you know, we're talking now about brands and watching brands which was created also, uh, already before. Mm. And, uh, you know, for me, uh, I think it's very important thing to rethink the way we're creating brand and rethink what is the brand is. Mm. And, uh, you know, uh, we had dy dynamics, dynamic brands for, you know, animation. Mm. But what is truly brand, which is the response to the uh, to uh, changing uh, circumstances or changing environment, how we can create a brand which is not logotype, but uh, and we, with artificial intelligence, you know, you can mm. mix things and uh, responsive brands. For me, it's I think that's the future. For, for for me, the future is responsive brands, which is. Uh, responding to the climate changes, mm -hmm. responding for the social activities and social uh, and, um, and and have still uh, critical uh, opinion on all things. Do, re do the things are really the same or are they uh, better decree? <laughs> Ask <Oscar -mentis. laughs> uh, you know, you're always asking the question, is it really as it is? Mm. Uh, and, yeah. and, uh, and then it's behind this uh, comes the true story. Because if you do not believe blindly in the things, you can have uh, different opinions. Mm. And you have to have opposition always. There is no black and white or just white. No, mm. we have uh, always uh, uh, powers which influence things. And if you ignore one of the powers, so you don't see the you know, father of the look. <laughs> I was just thinking you know, how sad it may look. You know, I don't have a, a dream brand I, should, I would be willing to work for. I, think I was listening to your answer now and I was thinking, oh yeah, traveling, it, uh, uh, working on country brands involves traveling. That's cool. That would be nice. But then I realized, God, I could probably work on any brand that comes in through the door tomorrow yeah. and normally that's what we do and even, I've done some work for evil brands uh, for brands I don't believe in the beginning in but then I build a vision how I can make them better yeah. and that motivates and drives me I mean and now you said about white and black and the balance and the opposition somehow triggered uh, my memories I remember this one time I worked on a campaign for the presidential candidate for social democrats and I'm not a social democrat and I didn't want that <laughs> candidate tough. to win but I wanted <laughs> the balance and the opposition and and then I remember if you go deep enough um, you you can dig out right and mm. some stuff that can inspire you that you uh, can make you believe in a brand and if you can influence the bad, the evil, to be just a, a little bit better, that may be more beneficial than creating a small brand with no market share, uh, which is good with mm. all the intentions and, you know, the maybe even, you know, got the uh, funding on, on Kickstarter already. Yeah. But still, it, it, it pales in comparison to all the, uh, you know, H&M's, Coca-Cola's and, and, you know, 
these are the giants. And if you just move a needle a little bit uh, or change the attitude or mm. the mindset, uh, I mean, it can make much bigger impact. So, but so I would never having... say no to a very bad client just because and then, you know, you yeah. may find something. Some but sometimes light. having that uh, to promote your agency, critical mindset uh, is extremely useful because that's how you actually get to the core of what they're doing rather than already starting from a point of agreement. Yeah. So I think for that reason, it's actually very useful to have that point of view. And uh, another thing is dialogue. I yeah. think it's a very important thing. And what uh, Riemann started to talk, I want to continue. Um, one of my colleagues told, you know, uh, don't uh, build the walls. Mm. Uh, and you know, like big corporations, let's say, which are like doing you know, stuff which we recognize as bad. So go inside and go for change. Mm. You no, know, try to change things. And it's most easy way to, to to build a wall and say, okay, you're bad. I'm good. I'm living here. You you know. But if you open for dialogue, yeah. and you go and you listen to objective of uh, uh, other side, and you come with your ideas. And for me, I think uh, the most uh, uh, valuable, valuable things which I had in my life, it changes. And when uh, they come with changes, you know, you come with ideas, you come with the uh, perspective, mm. how things, and people usually don't see this because they are, you know, close to own business. Yeah. And that creative, what can do creative, they, they can bring them perspectives of the change, the perspective of the good, and the people listen to yeah. them so you can guide them so yeah, I've, I've had both positive and negative experiences yeah. with that where yeah. um, the agency quickly gets sucked into the way of thinking they get a lot of money and before you know it they ain't so good after all and they don't really care about changing this company at all so that's the danger of course because the big companies have lots of money and uh, they get their money from oil and plastics and whatever and uh, it's very appealing to a lot of people so i think it's quite tough for a lot of people when there's money on the line and staff and all of that to have those principles money has a universal appeal yes it does have a universal appeal but now on to um i don't know how much time we have left because my phone has died uh, or done something wrong but um uh yeah, because my questions, they are not just all about good and bad branding, right? They're about branding as a thing. Uh, and then, of course, like you guys are pointing out, you can scale that up or down and it can be good or bad, depending on who you're working for. What I'm curious just about is your mindset on things. So I can hear from both of you that somehow you're not very put off if a brand is not necessarily good. You will still work with them. But if you could choose... Would you work for good brands and do you feel different? When I say good, I don't just mean good like, I mean good like they really are improving the planet, helping society, improving ethics, right? So not on a, any kind of scale. And I don't mean just little brands like Canary that you put on a wall. I mean like Oatly, which is, you know, going up against the dairy industry and they're a huge multi-billion dollar corporation. So I'm talking about them, right? So would you feel better working on a brand like that or does it not really matter to you? Like, because there's real life, and then there's like, what would we like to work on, or what Oatly kind of future could we create? Oatly, yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but, no. but is it? Or of course. I mean, okay. uh, of course, I would have difficulty working on a fast food uh, mm. brand, or even on, on some. Because they've got now they've got plant-based plant burgers. You know, okay. they've got salads at but, McDonald's. No, I think the first question is, yes. is this work challenges me as a professional? Yes. Uh, the second okay. thing that uh, 
do I see a possibility mm. uh, of implementing uh, changes? Yes. And uh, what positive impact these changes can have according to my view of the world? Yes. Or uh, we, we have uh, like three letters, uh, social uh, governments and uh, environment. environment. Yeah. yeah. So, so it's, and uh, we have like, we have uh, 20, uh, 20 points. Yeah, the UN. Uh, uh, yeah, okay. 20 points, which is uh, sustainable, uh, inclusive, yeah. and uh, so on. So it's all these points, you know, means if a company, um, it has all the 20 points. It's, it's That's very unusual. Really, yeah. If they look like they do, they probably don't. Like Brew Dog looked know, like they did, but they yeah. didn't. Yeah, yeah, ultimately. So well, that's the thing. You know, maybe Oatly, we just they just didn't have a scandal yet. Yeah. Somehow they managed to keep the lid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do, do you have do you have an example of a brand that you've worked with or for or on that you did manage to change in some way that you know of? Um, that you can maybe mention to us, like for a little while, like like the the social democratic candidates yes. that I talked about. Somehow it, it was so naive. We managed to convince him that being a president is not a privilege; it's a job. And mm. the whole the the campaign is a job interview. So uh, people mm. are the ones that are hiring him, and we managed him to go around and you know for a job interview, just knock on doors and say, "I'm here for a job interview. Mm. Um, I want to become your president. Here's my CV." You know, blah blah. Uh, and in the beginning, they were so skeptical about this. You know, how do you meet uh, in the, the press conference? And you want me to sit down and then people to be on the stage or no stage at all? I mean, that's. And then this one time, uh, that's uh, I, I heard this story from the candidate mm. himself. Um, he was in the bar uh, in uh, having a coffee in the morning before a meeting with. Uh, uh, with the people, and there was some uh, guy, I don't know, still warm from the last night, <laughs> you know, still, still drunk. Oh, aren't you that guy who no knocks on doors and you know blah, blah, blah. And he came up to him and gave him a CV and said, "Yes, I, and uh, yeah." And the, mm. the rest of the bar just stood up and clapped him. So it's mm. like, okay. That worked. Mm. Well, at the end it didn't. <laughs> but uh, for, yeah, well, for the candidate, that was probably your evil good. plan all along. Yeah, it was like <laughs> stage two. Now the PR takes uh, takes yeah, over yeah. and says, "Oh, we didn't uh, think we would manage to go this far. Yeah. Here, we take it from here." Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, uh, you know. But then you you know that there is hope. I mean, you can influence. You mm. can be heard. They can experiment, and if they succeed. They may continue on yeah. this path, you know. So, yeah, because I think it goes back to feeling as if you have some kind of an influence and yes. control in some way over something. And for example, by giving this course, that's how I feel I have influence by having an event like this. Um, I must say, I felt less influence with clients, and that's why I'm asking about it because it felt as if, like, what you know, those big corporations. Yes, they would do small token things, but ultimately, they either start good or they are not that good. Uh, they're either in it for the money or they actually want to do something good. And I would certainly aim myself to try and work on a brand that is good for planet, health or society right now, um, rather than put my energy into changing something. But the changes that need to happen with those big companies are, can have a huge impact, you know, and they are the ones with the money. So I do understand that side as well. 
Um, but yes, have you got a story yeah, about how you managed to influence some positive you know, change? It's usually, it's most easy to change small companies because mm. there is no yeah, uh, bureaucracy say, and bureaucracy, <laughs> yeah, and there, there is no system and, and, and uh, no shareholders, yeah. boards, and blah blah blah. So you you talk with people and they think about it and they change. Mm. You no, know? so it's uh, but uh, and. Um, and the most important thing when you're working with big brands or big, uh, corporations or big, uh, big uh, businesses, it's you have to understand that change doesn't happen per, per night. Mm. It's uh, and usually we want fast changes, and in corporation changes comes in, in years. Mm. So we have like five years plans, uh, advanced and, and three years plans. So what we're trying to do to to, to put seeds in all the heads which is we, mm. we meeting in all the meetings so we're always repeating 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 and then another thing is uh, reflections we, we we're trying to have with all the clients uh, reflect, reflections like if it's a constant uh, client which working uh, per year or more so we have each month reflection and what we can do better how we work how you work what the system is and, mm. and uh, what can how the brand become more good for employees and the, for, for the world and so this reflection helps uh, to you know recognize yourself and and for the client to, to understand where I was where I am and where I'm going yeah and and um, this reflect, reflections is very important part of the work not doing just design yeah but uh, also uh, reflecting so can you give an example of a change that you saw? Yeah, but uh, I, I don't want to, to say the company name. So Okay, yeah, true. So uh, the sustainability question. We are producing a lot of things. Mm -hmm. And uh, 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 people polluting quite a lot uh, from products which they produce. Mm. So uh, idea was uh, we even didn't uh, I say understood that we are polluting. Mm. So the first thing was to, to make an understanding that you are polluter. Yeah. And the next thing they uh, started the campaign, which was against not throwing trashes, uh, 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 or but recycling. Mm. So for them it was you no know, big step to understand that uh, investing in recyc uh, recycling idea just uh, they are changing the world so and the next thing they started then to think about products which is uh, mm. uh, without waste or not polluting so that's uh, and it, it took two or three years but it's like you opened the door then yeah. once they saw it then yeah. they progress well that's good to hear had more more success than most i think in that area um yeah but i mean that's i think most of what i wanted to cover in terms of branding uh, big and small um, I was curious about whether you had favorite brands and uh, I'm also curious if you prefer to work on big or small brands but I fear I might get a very philosophical answer on that one from what I hear <laughs> so I'll skip that question and I'm just curious if anyone in the audience has a question for these guys about uh, it, it can be good brands bad brands any brand because these good guys know their stuff questions. yeah <laughs> good, good questions, questions. bad questions <laughs> yeah, most yes yeah. Uh, the question will be uh, for Remontas. 
uh, but Algirdas could also uh, comment. Uh, I'm just curious, uh, because you are uh, part of a course and you have already seen a lot of examples uh, and long story short, courses about finding a problem and then somehow with your brand try to solve it. I mean, long story short. And uh, I'm thinking like, if you would be a student of this course, uh, what kind of brand you would like to create? I mean, I'm just basically asking which problem in the world uh, hurts you the most and uh, maybe also have a category of a brand or something. So That's what I tried to ask, but I think you asked it better by framing it as a problem. <laughs> yes. Hmm. So many aching points. Because... The, the, there are two parts to this question. So if I was a student, I would probably choose something I feel passionate about. I have, it has to be personal, you know, the problem, not just, oh, I think there are these people there, you know, somewhere, and they have this issue, and maybe I can help sol solve it. You know, it has to be somehow personal. Um, it has to, I mean, if uh, you go back to whatever, the uh, sneakers for the medical uh, workers, mm. maybe my mom is a doctor and I yeah. can see how my dad, uh, you know, has to give her foot massage after the whatever 36 hour shifts. And, you know, as a kid, maybe it impacted me somehow and I want to do something about that. So then I'd say, go for it because you feel, you feel the passion, you have the empathy, uh, you'll be... Uh, more likely to find a good insight and then, you know, to, to continue this work. It can't be just because it's trendy now. Oh, but Romantis, a... what, is, what is your sneaker? What is your particular <laughs> thing that you're passionate about? Um, um, it's, it's not very sustainable. So it's a, a, I had this conflict within me, like good brand, it has to, it has to be at the whatever. I, I'm passionate about music, for example. And right now I'm about to start working on this uh, music brand. It's a very small brand and a, a unique product. Yeah. Uh, it's amazing, you know, and I love it. And uh, uh, it changes the way you experience music, right? So I'm very passionate about it. Is it good? I don't know. It's... Uh, I actually was, I was listening to you guys and I was wondering, okay, so did they think about the materials they were uh, building their product from? What about the packaging? You know, so, hmm. <laughs> yeah, but it's such an interesting question. Sorry. Like, how could a music brand do better? Like, yeah, yeah. maybe that's something to think about. Yeah. But I, do you have the same question for Aurelius, maybe? Or? Yeah. yeah, I think for me it's... So it's, not, it's not a philosophical issue. No, no, it's just it's, like, if no. you were a student, what would you pick to work on? For, for me, it's <laughs> the most... Important and important question now is greenwashing, yes. and it's a lot of green companies which yeah. is uh, uh, greenwashing us. So uh, any projects which related to this question, mm. I think it's uh, it helps you to understand the, the world and the things, and also you can help for people yeah. to 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 be more objective. Yeah, because that's actually becoming a, a legal thing now where you can actually get fined for greenwashing and it's becoming a lot more official, the ways you have to report it and stuff. So there's actually a lot you can do in that area. Yeah, 
I would pick gender equality. <laughs> Surprise. Um, just, I have lots of issues, but that would be one just because I've seen the impact that it can have and how important an issue it is. And everyone seems to think it's changing, but it isn't uh, in many cases. So that would be my passion point. Okay, but in the audience, uh, any other questions quickly? We've gone a bit over time here. All right. The question is, would you have any tips for young designers who want to do what you do? Okay. <laughs> uh, when I was young, <laughs> once upon a time, uh, I, I believed in the better world. I, I strongly believed that I, that I can change the world. I worked a lot. Uh, I worked hardly. And, uh, and I was honest uh, with, with uh, as much as I could at that time, <laughs> be honest. And uh, uh, so the life comes to you, you know, if you are open to life and you are honest and you're trying to change and you are, uh, love what you do and, and then life comes back to you with opportunities and the success and what you want. <laughs> You, you were supposed to be the bad guy, remember? Like maybe nepotism. <laughs> Try nepotism. <laughs> like, <laughs> maybe you know somebody who knows somebody. You know, just give them a call. That would have been easier, no? But then, yeah, be hardworking and open and honest. And, <laughs> yeah, but and opportunities will come knocking at your door. Uh, relentless. Uh, be naive and optimistic and relentless. I don't know. It's. Um, I think it, it, it's very it, it may be subjective, but for me, it, that's probably the only thing that keeps me going. Uh, not losing hope, uh, not becoming cynical because I'm older now, because maybe I'm more comfortable now. And ah, um, still, you, I don't know, you, see, you meet uh, certain kind of people. And I met this one guy uh, in Barcelona, the Swiss guy, uh, the, he just resigned from being in the ADC uh, board. Uh, 50 odd years in advertising. He has the same passion that uh, a 20 year old has who just started. The same sparkle in the eye when he talks about the ideas or the possibility that this might change the world. And it was just excitement. So I, I guess this energy, uh, it has to come from something like naivete. I know it's um, childlike optimism. And uh, yeah, that's, that's my recipe. I don't know if it works for other people. But. Always look at the bright life. Yeah, I actually, actually forgot that you said you were going to be the bad guy. Like, yeah, I forgot. <laughs> can I just ask, like, what, what was that oh, yeah. about? Like, why did you feel you would come in here jo and be the... Jo join the empire. Oh, but I think, I think it was more about like almost a sense of naivety about good brands, right? That's what you're against. And I agree with that. I think that, um, I think even through this course, I've heard from Mantis where he says, oh, but somebody made like cherry pits, which is a small thing for kids. And that's not like a real brand and blah, blah, blah. Yes, that's true. Um, but I think first of all, when it's a passion uh, thing like that, where that girl actually I don't know, she had some, her mother had made this product once and she'd seen it, she really liked it and they had samples and everything. So there was a personal attachment. Um, she was very passionate about it, which was important. And also I think the course is planting the seed, 
right? So if you start off with something small, you could end up changing Coca-Cola maybe one day. Um, so I think you have to start somewhere, you know? So, but I agree. I don't always like it when it's seen as a niche thing or something small that we just, we're good here, but then the rest of the world is bad. You know, I think we have to try and change the big corporations as yeah. well. And, you know, all the, what we see the results, it's, mm. you know, we just see the results. Yeah. The, we don't, we do not see the, the, the way people yeah, come yeah. and it's a lot of about collaboration. So also another thing, it's, we have to, to collaborate a lot. Yeah. yeah. So if I want to express myself as an artist, I can be a lonely artist, yes. Mm. But if I want to make a change, and, and uh, as the designer, it's you know, always you know technology users mm. uh, integrations. So collaboration is, I think, it's very most uh, very important thing um, to be open for collaboration. Yeah, so that probably answers one of your questions, which was to be collaborative and open. I think is also a way to foster success, especially these days. Uh, I always say to my students, deliver more than is asked of you. Uh, is a very quick way to success because uh, it just puts you above everyone else. And um, uh, I think it's the philosophy for life that I carry, always deliver a little bit more than people ask. Um, and that seems to work quite well. <laughs> yeah. Anything else before we finish up? Or I think that's it. But I would like to thank our guests uh, for their time and knowledge and very <laughs> philosophical uh, thinking. Uh, uh, I'm quite surprised by the level of uh, thinking there. Um, no, because I, I think I've, um, I know that you think very deeply about these things. And I think that's why it's difficult sometimes to answer questions like in a short, snappy way, because I think both of you are deep thinkers. And I think that's also indicative of design and advertising. It's not just silly creatives making silly things. We really do think about things. Um, but I want to thank everyone in the audience for your attention and for staying right to the end. Thank you guys. Thanks, Sandra. Thank you for Atomic Garden and the technical guys. Um, and I hope to see you back in the school on this course or any other course. Um, and hopefully we can really make the world a better place, uh, even if we start with tiny little niche brands. So thank you very much and hope to see you again. Thank you. Achoo. <laughs> hey, this is